Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. For God's glory, this is my best year yet to the word I'm about to hear. I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it in Jesus' name. So, Father, speak to us. Father, we lay out today on the doctor's operating table, and we say make every adjustment in us that needs to be made in us. Change our attitudes today. Today's message is we need an attitude adjustment. Our issue is not our issue. It's our attitude about our issue. Our challenge isn't our challenge. It's our attitude about the challenge. Those people aren't the problem. It's our attitude about those people. So today, God, give us an attitude adjustment. 1115, make this declaration and say, God, give me an attitude adjustment right now in Jesus' name. If you believe you're going to leave church better or log on from online better, I need you to worship God for five seconds right there. Go, five. Come on. Four, three, two. Fist bump, two or three people say, you need an attitude adjustment. You need, you need an attitude adjustment. Why? Because where you're headed is better than where you've been. What's next is better than what you've had. God needs your attitude to adjust because he's about to give you what you asked for. And he doesn't want to give it to you if your attitude is going to make you lose him. Let's go to work. So this series this month has been called Spiritual Adulting. We're down to the last two messages in this series. And Wednesday's message was called It's Not Them, It's You. Because often we let people have too much power. Hear me. You can never let people trigger you to practice your old childish ways. Matter of fact, some of y'all need to apologize to people. Watch me. They were the ones that did you wrong, but you gave them too much power. Why? Because you should have looked at what they did and said, I see what you're doing, but it's not going to affect me the way it used to affect me. I see you throwing your little jokes, but it ain't going to affect me the way it used to affect me. I see you being petty with me, but it ain't going to affect me the way it used to affect me. I see your attitude, but it's not going to affect me the way it used to affect me. Say, I refuse to be triggered. Uh Uh-uh, let me say that thing with authority. Say, I refuse to be triggered. Uh Uh-uh, those family members that trigger you, that ain't going to happen no more. Those friends that trigger you, that's not going to happen no more. Those co-workers that trigger you, that's not going to happen no more. Shout it again, I refuse to be triggered. Paul says this, he says in 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. And I've taught you that I'm deciding to become a man, it's not automatic. See, when he says became, it's not automatic, like he turned 18 and all of a sudden things changed. He had to make the decision that he was no longer going to be childish. And you got to hear me, God is not going to grow you up. You're going to have to make the decision that you're going to grow up and spiritually adult. And I don't know about you, I've been through too much hell to stay stuck as a child. Are there any survivors in this building and online that can say, I've been through way too much to be acting like a spiritual child. 
Paul said, I became a man, so I had to decide to spiritually adult, which means, watch me, the difference in life for me is going to be my decisions. Come on. It ain't on your mama. It ain't on your daddy. It ain't on your cousin. Look at me. It ain't even on God. It's on your decision that I will no longer be childish. Paul said, I had to give up. I had to separate from some childish ways, which means part of your decision is what do you need to kill? Part of your decision is what you need to walk away from. At a certain point, you need to say, you know what? Shutting down is not cute no more. At a certain point, you need to say, acting crazy is not cute anymore. At a certain point, you need to say, arguing with my spouse is not cute anymore. At a certain point, talking crazy to your kids is not cute anymore. You've got to make the decision to give up some childish ways. Open your mouth to 1115. Say, I give up my childish ways. I'm not throwing a temper tantrum. Watch me triumph. You ain't going to see me sitting in no corner crying. I'm about to conquer. You're not going to see me with my head down. Lift up your head. Oh, ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting. Lay your hand to yourself. Say, I'm growing up. I'm growing up. So watch me. You're speaking, you're thinking, and you're reasoning. That's the way you make decisions. Those three things form what's known as your attitude. So today's message is you need an attitude adjustment. Speak to yourself. This is not for your neighbor. This is for you and I today. Say, I need an attitude adjustment. Because like airplane nose positions, your attitude determines your altitude. What is your attitude? It is your position on something. Your attitude is your settled way of thinking. Settled. Settled means that I didn't just become this way. Some stuff has gone down that has made me settle like this. And for some of you, you've settled for an attitude that's beneath your privileges. You have settled for an attitude that is beneath what God has ordained for your life. It's your settled way of thinking, watch me, or feeling about someone or something, which is why you can have one attitude around somebody and then have a whole nother attitude around somebody else. Why? Because you change and alter the way you feel predicated upon what has gone down and what has happened. Can I tell you that is too much power for a person to have to make you shift? I'm not coming down. You're going to have to come up. I need you to stop letting people shut you down, frustrate you, aggravate you, shut you up, stop your praise. My praise ain't for you. So it's reflected. Attitude is reflected. You ready? It's reflected in your behavior. Oh, my God. Which means if I really want to know what you think of me, all I have to do is pay attention to how you act. Watch me. Because you can say anything, but you, watch me, but your attitude is reflected in your actions. I'll say it again. There are people who have said great things to you, but their actions and their behavior reflected that they had a different attitude towards you. You got to hear this. There are too many shape shifters in the world. Where they act a certain way in front of certain people. And then when they're not in front of those people, they have a whole... You ever met somebody that was real bold behind somebody's back? But the moment they get up on that person, you're like, where are your boldness now? I thought you had all of this to say. That's because their attitude, watch me, is a negative attitude. And your attitude determines your altitude. That's your height above ground, which means you're only going to go as high as your attitude lets you go. And I need you to hear me. You're sitting next to somebody, watch me, but the truth be told, they haven't even got off the ground yet. Uh Uh-uh, you missed what I just said. if what you think you've done is amazing, what if I told you you ain't even started yet? I, I don't have the faith I need in this building, so let's stir it up. I need you to tell somebody next to you, say, you're just getting started. You just, oh, it's only one way up for you, and that's all the way up. There's only one thing in your future, and it's upgrade. There's only one thing in your future, and it's an increase in your altitude. If you didn't like me before, you're going to hate me now because I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. So let's look at attitude. Let's look at attitude. Let's look at attitude. There are only four attitude types. Number one, a negative attitude. This attitude complains. Now, if you pay attention to the screen, you'll notice um, that the, the plane has a nose position. The nose, the front of the plane. And I want you to think of, watch me, the nose of a plane as your mind. A negative attitude, if you'll look at the screen, it is facing down. And here's the crazy thing. Your negative attitude can be that way for years before you ever crash. 
Because when a plane is flying, if it has a negative nose position, it can spin as much fuel as it has before it crashes or until it hits terrain. And for some of you, you don't even know your attitude is negative because you've been that way for years and nobody's ever checked you. Oh, we finna talk now. Nobody's ever checked you. Nobody's ever said you have an attitude you need to adjust. Nobody's ever said you need you, it's not okay for you to act that way. But I'm here today to tell you God says whatever people have put up with, look at me, he ain't putting up with it no more. For every person that you've had a negative attitude, we're about to get that up out of you now. I feel like a surgeon. The doctor's in. I got a scalpel, and for some of y'all, I got a machete because we got a whole lot of stuff that we got to cut off for you. Why? You're going all the way? A negative attitude complains. It doesn't have solutions. A negative attitude blames other people. Instead of trying to solve the problem, it wants to blame. You cannot blame because you're going to be lame. uh, Adam... In the scripture, he started blaming Eve. Now, we got a problem, Adam, because you're in charge. So if you're mad with what she did, my question is, why didn't you stop her from trying to do it? See, it's one thing if you tried to stop her and she still did her own thing. That means she got an attitude problem. It's another thing when you watched her do it and you didn't say anything. Look at me. For some of you, you're blaming people that you had the power to correct. Which means it's now your problem because you didn't take action. It complains. It blames. It's always frustrated. You see this attitude is always mad. It's always got something going on. They never have anything good to say. They are easily, pay attention, they easily doubt. Which means anytime good news comes to this attitude, they are always doubting it. You can say, I'm about to give you a million dollars. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Isn't it funny how people with nothing doubt people with something? Okay, let me see if I can say another way. You ain't got nothing. How you going to doubt God trying to send some good news your way? Prophesy to somebody close to you. Say, good news is about to hit your house. And tell them, say, don't doubt it. Just walk in it. 11.15, I need you to talk to somebody else that's got some faith. Touch them and say, good news is about to come your way. Say, don't doubt it. It's what you prayed for. It's what you asked for. And it's getting ready to happen. Don't have a negative attitude about it. It seems too good to be true. You serve a God that does the supernatural. It's supposed to be too good to be true. It is too good to be true. It's God. You need to raise your faith. That negative attitude keeps your faith low. It's easily angered. You pop off at the sign of anything. And you get mad, act a fool, and then ask questions after you've acted a fool. I need you to not let anger take you into a danger zone. I said I need you not to let anger take you into a danger zone. Because there are certain things you're going to do when you're angry that you can't fix later. There's going to be certain people you tick off that you ain't going to be able to untick them off. You ready? Watch me. It runs from what challenges them. A negative attitude sees a challenge as a cue to quit. And I need you to hear me. If you're going to quit at every challenge, then you should just keep a regular, average, normal life. Here's the problem. You don't want that life because you know that there's more in you. I want to preach to some people at this 1115 that say, I was born to do more than pay bills and die. I was born to do more than have babies and die. But I was sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. Let me remind you of who you are. You're the line crosser in your bloodline. You're the curse breaker in your bloodline. You're the boundary breaker in your bloodline. Somebody open your mouth say, I'm that one. I rebuke you running from your challenges. Just because it's a challenge, guess what? You are David. David didn't run from Goliath. Everybody else was running from Goliath. Let me check the Davids in the room. David said, that looks tough. Let me go handle that. Okay, evidently, I'm the only David in the room. Evidently, there's only three or four Davids in the room. A David says, it looks challenging, but every challenge means there's about to be some coin on the other side. Look at somebody and say, don't back down. Run that. Let's go. Let's go. This negative attitude is full of hatred. It's a hater. It's a hater on steroids. It's a hater that had four plates at Thanksgiving. Watch me. Haters get benched. A negative attitude looks at other people and always hating. They see somebody on social media, oh, so-and-so got married. Hmm, to who? 
Someone's still talking about they got a little business. Why it got to be a little business? Just because your business a little bit. Maybe if you started speaking life over other people's stuff, God will put some life into your stuff. Took somebody next to you and encourage them. So you got big stuff. Big business. Big favor. Big bank account. Big position. But a hater, but a hater, but a hater is always negative. Why she get picked? Because she has a good attitude. You don't. How come this one get to do that? Because they have a good attitude. And don't nobody want to be around a negative attitude, uh-oh, except other negative attitude people. Which means if your circle's full of negative attitude, that's a revealer of who you are. Oh, but you coming out of that today. Open your mouth and say, I release my negative attitude. Say, I renounce a negative attitude. What does it mean to release it? You tell it to go. What does it mean to renounce it? You tell it you don't have a right to come back. I'm teaching you spiritual principles because your attitude is part of your mind. Your mind, pay attention. You are a spirit. That's your subconscious mind. That's who you are without having to try to be that person. You possess a soul. That's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, which means uh, your mind is part of your soul and your soul is part of your mind. And so, therefore, if your attitude is your settled way of thinking, that means this has to do with your soul, which is also connected to your spirit because your spirit is who you are without having to try to be that person, which means, watch me, that means I got to speak to this thing because spiritual things have to be spoken to, not so, so this is why you got to say it. It ain't enough to just take notes. You got to learn how to speak to yourself because this thing is spiritual. Open your mouth and say, I release and renounce a negative attitude. This attitude is pessimistic. This attitude does not, hear me, this attitude does not see good. They only see the worst. This attitude has no hope. This attitude, you give them a compliment, they're going to point out everything wrong. I like your suit. Oh, this old thing. Oh, it's all toe up on it. Didn't nobody ask you all that. But your negative attitude makes you find the worst. Not to correct it, just to talk about it. There's one thing to find it to fix it. It's another thing to find it just to talk about it. It's pessimistic. It only sees the worst. This negative attitude, it's, it's full of resentment, which means it's bitter. Bitterness is the residue of a painful experience, which means it's over, but they're not over it. When you have a negative attitude, you serve everybody else leftovers that don't nobody want. How many of y'all tried to have them turkey leftovers? Watch me. And if you don't warm it up, first of all, I don't believe in leftovers. That's against my religion. But for those, the Bible says new. He gives me new. You can eat leftovers. I'm not doing that. I'm not about that life. Oh, just warm it up. I'm not. I'm not. Okay? I'm not. I'm just not. Oh, it'll be great. You can make sandwiches. I don't want no sandwich. So, so unless this gets eaten today, it ain't getting eaten. Now, that's just me. Don't look at me like that. Some of y'all, I can't believe that. I can't believe you. Eating that nasty chicken you put in the microwave. You know it's nasty. I'm like, ooh, this is good because you drown it in hot sauce. That's why. The hot sauce was good. That's just me. I don't, I don't do leftovers. It's just me. If I don't eat it today, it's not getting eaten, all right? We're going to be a blessing to somebody else, okay? Now, watch. 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 Now, now look at this. Look at this. Pay attention. A negative attitude serves you something they wouldn't want. And then gets mad when you don't want it. So watch me. A negative attitude makes you pay for old people's mistakes. I didn't hurt you, so why you treat me like this? I didn't do you wrong. Because if I got a lot of church hurt, I didn't hurt you. I ain't got nothing to do with me. You make your new spouse pay for what your old spouse did. And if you're not careful, they're about to be your old spouse. Because you can only tolerate a negative attitude for so long. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why? 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 Because if I see if your plane is going down, at some point, I'm going to need to get up out that plane. Why? Because I ain't going to crash. My life is not getting ready to be a mistake. I'm not getting ready to live with regret. Who would talk about I should have, would have, could have. Don't your neighbor say let go of your negative attitude. Uh-uh, wrong one. Tell it to somebody with some authority. Tell somebody else. Say let go of your negative attitude. You ready? Leave it right there. Because this is what a negative attitude will do. It'll tear your plane up. 
And now you got broken pieces all on the ground. Toe up. Why? Because of your attitude. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Some of y'all mad at God. He didn't do that. You did that. Some of you mad at your pastor. I ain't done nothing to you. You came and didn't listen. You mad at your mama. You mad at your daddy. At a certain point, 44-year-old. At a certain point, 21-year-old. You got to say, God, thank you for everything that I learned. But I am no longer going to let somebody else be responsible for the trajectory of my life. It's resentment. It's resentment. It's full of bitter. This negative attitude, it has jealousy. It's discontent, so it's envious of everybody else. It don't like what it has, so it don't want nobody else to like what they have. You know you have a negative attitude because you could be sitting up talking about something good. Oh, I just, ooh, church is so good. Church. Church. I don't do church. Negative attitude. That's why you're playing all in the ditch. <laughs> in the ditch. <laughs> plane wasn't that big. Listen, never fight with fruitless people because they're discontent with their own so they don't want you to have it. Watch me. They're discontent with their life so they they act a fool with you about you serving. Why Why would I be mad? Why would I fight with somebody that does nothing? You ready? It's a discontented attitude. They're mad with their stuff, so they're jealous of everybody else. Lastly, it has an inferiority complex, which means this negative attitude unfairly compares itself to somebody else. How are you mad at somebody who did what you did not do and have what you do not have? Like, how are you going to be mad and jealous of a lawyer and you never went to law school? How are you going to be jealous of a doctor and you wouldn't spend five minutes taking no tests? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I need you not to be jealous of other people and what they have. Watch me. Let's go here. For some of you, you weren't dealt the same hand they were dealt. They were given everything. You were given nothing. But watch me. You took nothing and turned it in. Where y'all at, 1115? Who in the building said, I got a bad hand, but I played that joker well. I didn't have what you have. I took nothing and I turned it into something. So I'm not going to compare myself to somebody who was given thousands of people to start. I'm not going to compare myself to somebody that was given millions of dollars to start. That's an unfair comparison. I'm going to talk to some people at this 1115 where you got it out the mud. Where y'all at? You started from the bottom, and now you, and you ain't done yet, because you on your way. You on your way. We're on our way. Let's go. Next attitude is a neutral attitude. I ain't comparing myself to nobody. Start with what I started with, and let's see what you do. Next attitude is a neutral attitude. If you look at the plane, now this plane tore up because it had a negative attitude. Ain't got no wheels. Top came off, just cold. <laughs> you ready? Now pay attention. This neutral attitude with a plane, you may say, well, Bishop, that's how planes fly. No. Planes do not fly directly horizontal. Why? Because it, the plane has to have its nose position slightly elevated so that it catches what's called lift under the wings. <laughs> now watch me. If it stays in a neutral position, the plane will begin to lose speed and it will get what's called a stall warning and it will literally fall out of the sky. Let me see if I can say it another way. A neutral attitude will keep you in a stagnant place and you'll be mad at the place you're in when you had the power to change the place that you were in. You'll be mad at where your life is at, but you had the power to change where your life was at. Here it is. Let's look at this. A neutral attitude. It ignores things. It's waiting for other people to do what they're supposed to do. Look at me. You cannot wait. Look at me. Some of us, we have spent years waiting on people to get it. Oh, I'm going to set you free today. Look at somebody next to you and say, we're not waiting anymore. Watch me. A neutral attitude says, well, I can't go until they're ready. They ain't ready. Well, you better get ready because we got places to go. We got things to do. We got things to make happen. A neutral attitude is waiting for other people to do stuff. A neutral attitude is lazy. You ever met lazy people who wanted everything but did nothing? That's a neutral attitude. And a neutral attitude is almost worse than a negative attitude because a neutral attitude means you know what to do. You just ain't going to do it. You ready? I said you ready? 
A neutral attitude is complacent. You got to be careful because this spirit of complacency, it lives in a place called Denver, Colorado. It's, it, is the, it is the prevailing principality of this region. Bishop, what does that mean? That's just deep spiritual talk, but that's the spirit the enemy uses to keep people bound in this region. What is complacency? There's no need to change. I'm good. I'm paying my bills. Everything's all right. You mean to tell me Jesus died so your life could be all right? The devil is a lie and so is that. Jesus said, let's go Bible. John 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Where my Bible read is that. But I am come that you might have life and that you might have life more about. That ain't all right. I rebuke you living an all right life. Your life ain't going to be all right. Your life is going to be all that. I need you to grab somebody by the shoulder. Say your life is going to be all that. Say it again. It's going to be all that. It's going to be all that. Complacency says there's no need to change. Complacency says, watch me, it has no doubt, but it also has no hope. It's just there. It's an okay set of nachos. There's a restaurant on Havana. And their nachos, bless my soul. Okay? I don't know what they put, but they got special government-ordered cheese. Because the cheese is anointed. There's oil up under the nachos. Yay, glory. Look. Look, look, look. Watch me. But then, then one time, I went to this other place, got some nachos. Got some nachos. I was like, hey, all right. This is a complacent attitude. Well, it's edible. Uh-oh, well, at least I got somebody. Ooh, but you showed me in other people's DMs. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. At least I got a car. At least I got a house. And it's one thing to be, watch me, content. Content means I'm thankful. But it's another thing to be complacent. Complacent means I ain't even trying to get better. And I came to be to push some, uh-oh, here it goes again, two weeks in a row. I came to be to push somebody needs that, watch me, while you don't have any doubt nor hope, God didn't die for you to have an average all right life. He died so you'd wake up in the morning and say, this is the day that the Lord has made and I shall rejoice and be made glad in it. Tell somebody, say, I push you out of complacency. Nah, nah, nah. Touch somebody else behind the back. Say, I push you out of complacency. Start the business. Buy the car. Get the property. Open the LLC. Invest. Get to a house here in Atlanta. Live. Live. Let somebody else behind the back say, I push you out of complacency. You weren't built to be average. You weren't built to be complacent. You weren't built to be regular. You, that's why you can't stand regular now. You. Let's go. Let's go. Watch me. Look at this. Look at this. Here it is. Indifferent. A neutral attitude is indifferent. Say indifferent. This means, watch me, that a neutral attitude, it, it literally has no concern and nothing is important. This, this takes chill to a whole nother level. You have to be, listen, it's going to be corny, but you can remember it. Watch me. You have to be careful that you don't become so chill that you grow cold. Because for some of you, watch me, you're, you are corpse. With lipstick on. You a corpse with some Air Force Ones on. You a corpse with a wave cap on. You a corpse with a bonnet on. You ready? What do you mean? Because nothing is important to you. You're not concerned about anything. 
And so consequently, watch me, the dangerous thing with people with neutral attitudes is that you'll begin to think that, watch me, because you take things important, that something's wrong, that you take things seriously, and they don't. Because to a person with a neutral attitude, everything's a game. And it's a game, watch me, that they're not even engaged in playing. Come on, y'all ready? Watch me, a neutral attitude is detached. It's conspicuously uninvolved. A neutral attitude does not get involved in anything but it has commentary about everything. Ain't help cleaned up, but want to point out what needs to be clean. Don't help serve, but want to point out how people need to serve. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me right now. Don't help cook, but want to criticize the food. Ready? They're conspicuously uninvolved. You want to be careful with this neutral attitude because people like this will make you think that everybody is this way. These are the type of people, watch me, they never really have deep connections with anybody because they don't want to be hurt by anybody. So they're neutral. They say they want you, but they continually ghost you. Talk, Bishop. Talk, Bishop. Talk, Bishop. I'll talk since y'all ain't going to talk. Talk, Bishop. They say it's important to them, yet they do nothing to make it look like it's important. Talk, Bishop. They're disconnected. There's no connection. They don't connect to anything. They don't connect to anybody. Watch me. Even worship is difficult for a neutral attitude person because in their mind, God needs to come see me. So when I say lift your hands, they get a little attitude because their neutral attitude says, well, he needs to come see about me. Let me tell you when he saw about you. When he woke you up. When he put breath in your body. When you put one leg out and it still worked. When you put another leg out and it still worked. When you sat up this morning. How dare you get an attitude with a God that keeps on making ways for you? How dare you be neutral with him? And I owe him praise. For those of us that aren't neutral with God, can you release a non-neutral praise right there? Go. I ain't neutral. I ain't neutral. I am not neutral. I am not neutral. Let's go. This neutral attitude is unemotional. It doesn't get upset about anything. It doesn't get passionate about anything. You have to be careful with neutral attitude people because neutral, no, leave it right there. You have to be careful with neutral attitude people because see, negative attitudes, watch me, you have a lot of stuff that should be with you, that you that, that's lost. You see? See, 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 see? See, all that stuff's still on the floor. Because with a negative attitude, watch me, you're never going to successfully make it to your destination. But you... But you, but you, come on, say, but I'm going to make it. A neutral attitude, it's unemotional, which means this attitude doesn't really get passionate about anything. It's just kind of, you almost have to, uh, like, is something wrong? They're almost like a cyborg, like RoboCop. Drop it. Like, I mean, it's like, they they don't have, there's, 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 there's nothing like, you know, come on, let's worship God. You know, they spouse can be like, we need to, we need to, you know, we need to do this. You know why many people go neutral? You ready? Because they're numb. And the thought is, if I don't feel nothing, I can't feel bad. Look at me, look at me. I'm going to help some of y'all. Stop trying to be a robot. You're going to experience feelings. And sometimes you're not going to feel great. But you're supposed to feel that. Guess what? But now what are you going to do with how you feel? Maybe it made you sad. Stop trying to be all extra hard. That made me sad, but guess what I'm going to do with this sadness? I'm going to make it make me productive. Too many Christians have become neutral. They're just unemotional because they're numb. Because if I'm numb, nobody could hurt me. But you're supposed to feel that. How will you know what hate is if you've never loved? How will you know what's good if you've never had bad? It's a lot of people. You ever, you ever, uh, somebody told you they liked a certain restaurant and you thought to yourself, "Mm." it's because they hadn't had something good. Hush. It's because they hadn't said something good. 
I know. I sense the spirit over here. Y'all going to leave my Atlanta restaurants alone. That's what y'all going to do. <laughs> you ready? Look at me. Look at me. You're supposed to feel it. You're supposed. Watch me. Watch me. You're supposed to get angry. But what are you going to do with it? You're supposed to have moments where you're sad. What are you going to do with it? We live in a culture that makes people think they need to medicate sadness. As if you're not supposed to feel what's natural to feel. I need to feel this, but watch me. I'm not staying stuck in what I... Whoa. Come on, 1115. I need you to make this declaration and say, I won't stay stuck in my feelings. But I'm supposed to feel it. Say it. Say, but I'm supposed to feel it. Bible says Jesus wept. Now he's God, so you know what he could have did? He could have said, I'm not feeling that. I'm God. I am that, that I am. He felt it. But then, you ready? Here's what you're going to do. I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish the message. After Jesus wept, he walked over to where Lazarus, because he was weeping over his friend Lazarus was dead. He walks over to where Lazarus is, and he's like, listen, uh, move the stone. Well, what do you mean move the stone? It's going to be stinking. He said, look, I was sad. I wept. Imagine Jesus, God, the manliest man, the hardest you ever met. Jesus was so bad, he'd walk up on people, and he'd just check them publicly in front of people. He'd literally be like, you ain't nothing but a viper and a dog. Come on, lift your hands and worship. No, that's what he would do. That's what he would do. He, he, he was that type of, watch me, but he wept. He experienced the feeling when his friend died. So he felt the emotion of it. Look at me. He wasn't neutral. Because if you're neutral, you're not going to take the next step. Watch me. You cannot stay in a neutral place. For some of you, today, this whole message was to get to this one point for you. Is that you have been neutral, which is why you have been making, watch me, no decisions. You haven't decided to win. You haven't decided to fail. You haven't decided to make it happen. You haven't decided not to make it happen. You haven't decided you're going to go up. You haven't decided you're going to go down. You're letting it run you instead of you run it. Come here. I feel like preaching. Jesus, after he wept, the Bible says he walked over to where Lazarus was. And watch what he did. He reversed that thing. Can I borrow a line from Pops in the movie, Boomerang? Somebody say, reverse it, reverse it. Jesus points and he says, Lazarus, come forth. In other words, I needed to fill this so that I would take action. I needed to fill this so that I would do something about it. You need to feel betrayal so you pick better. You need to feel people leaving you so that you learn you can survive after people leave. You need to feel people lying on you so you can seal them what it looks like to survive a Encourage somebody to say, you needed to feel that. Trust me, we got to go. We got to go. Here's the third type of attitude. Only four attitude types. We're almost done. 11, 15. It's a sicken attitude. S-I-K-K-E-N. But a sicken attitude will sicken. S-I-C-K-E-N you. So, watch me. Neutral. Okay. Negative. Don't make fun of my noises. A sickening attitude. You all over the place. You all over the place. Look on the screen. If you look on the screen, that's a real plane from Taiwan that crashed. It crashed because the pilots, they were, watch me, they were not flying the plane properly. People lost their lives because people played games. You better hear me. And a sickening attitude, watch me, they are negative about positive stuff. Anything good that happens, a sickened attitude is negative about it. A sickened attitude is destructive to themselves and to others. A sickened attitude ain't just going to tear their stuff up. They're going to tear your stuff up. And for every business owner, for every entrepreneur, don't hire sickened people. Because sickened people will sicken your business. They don't care about tearing it up because they don't have nothing worth protecting themselves. They are destructive. Look at this last one. They act as if they have nothing to lose. It's a sickened attitude. It's erratic. It's out of control. Literally, that plane is almost vertical when it's supposed to be horizontal, and it's about to crash into a body of water on the other side of the highway. Somebody managed to snap a photo. Question, are we only going to see the photo of what should not have happened? 
or are we going to see the photo of you making it to your destination? I need you to make sure you sit next to some faith people. Please, y'all, in the building, touch somebody, online tag somebody. Say, you going to make it. So what attitude am I supposed to have, Bishop? I can't have a negative attitude. Okay, well, stop it, because the way you're talking is too much attitude in the first place. I can't have a negative attitude. I can't have a neutral attitude. I can't have a sickened attitude. The Apostle Paul writes the type of attitude we're supposed to have in Philippians 2 5. He says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus did. In essence, he was saying, you need an attitude adjustment. And to adjust your attitude means you have to alter to achieve your desired fit. Look at me. There are things heaven has held back because your attitude didn't match what you asked for. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. There are things in Daniel chapter 10. I feel like preaching now. In Daniel chapter 10, the Bible says the moment Daniel prayed that heaven sent the answer. But for 21 days, he was withheld by the prince of the power of Persia. Pay attention. Uh, the principality isn't just in the atmosphere. Watch me. The principality impacts your attitude. So for 21 days, Daniel had to fast. Why did he have to fast? To change his attitude. Y'all better talk to me. In other words, God says, I answered you and I said yes when you asked me for it in January. But it's been on hold until the last week of November. I'll preach my own self happy. But it's been on hold until you altered your attitude. Somebody say, I need an attitude adjustment. Because why give it to you? Why give it, where my plane go? Why give it to you? Why give it to you if you can have a negative plane? You're going to crash with it anyhow. Why give it to you if you're going to be neutral? You're going to stall out anyhow. Why give it to you if you're going to be erratic and act a fool with it? See, some people can't be trusted with success. Because the moment they get what they ask for, they forget the God that gave it to them. I pray that not be your story. You're going to get it and you're going to still give God the glory. Come here. It's going to be like the same Soul Train Awards. First, I got to thank God. Y'all better hear me. You ain't going to forget the God that got you out. You're not going to forget the God that hooked you up. You're not going to forget the God that blessed you. Somebody shout, I will not forget. Watch me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at verse 9. Because of Christ's attitude. Look at verse 9. Therefore, shut your mouth. Therefore means... As a result of the preceding verses, therefore, God, watch me, not a man, not a president, not a boss, not a supervisor, not a senator, not a doctor, not a lawyer, not bishop, therefore, God, elevated, put your name right here. Some of y'all don't know your name. I need you to open your mouth and say your government name. So heaven knows where to send your breakthrough. Therefore, God elevated to the place of the highest honor and gave him a name above all names. Come on, Bible readers, that at that name, every knee's going to bow. And every watch me, you can be an atheist all you want. I bet you you're going to honor Christmas. We ain't got to fight over this because ain't nobody going to work. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Well, that ain't the day, Bishop. That ain't the point. Every knee got to bow. Every tongue got to confess. Every time you say Christmas, you're saying Christ's mass. You're you ready? You ready? Because of his attitude, he was elevated. Look at me. Look at me. Because of his attitude, he received what others didn't receive. Some of you are mad that less talented people are doing better than you. No, just keep it real. Uh-uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. How many can be honest? You've looked at some people doing good, and you're like, now, come on, God. Now, come on, God. I ain't a hater, but I'm just, Lord, we couldn't do no better. It's their attitude. It's their attitude. It's their attitude. It's their attitude. The Bible says he was elevated to the highest place of honor. Say honor coming. And he was given a name above all names. Say he'll make my name great. That's Genesis 12. That was his promise to you, but it's connected to your attitude. Watch me, not your aptitude. It's connected to your attitude. Watch me, not your educational background. 
See, watch me. See, some of y'all, you're about to do it without the degree they said you needed. I wish. Everybody else got degrees, but you're about to be the one running the department, y'all. Come on here. So what type of attitude did Jesus have? He had a positive attitude. Where'd my plane go? I'd be losing this plane. Where'd the plane See, when you don't have a good attitude, we don't know where you're at. Listen. Positive attitude. So when a plane flies, now look, here's what I love about, because this plane had been through the storm and the rain at this 1115. <laughs> is that the fact that you're hearing this message means that God has not given up on you. All he needs you to do, don't put your nose like that. Don't do it like that. Here's the adjustment. Let's get this positive attitude going right here. Come on, say, and my attitude will be positive from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Let's go. So here was the positive attitude and we out. Number one, confident. Confidence is different than arrogance. Arrogance looks down at other people. Arrogance thinks other people have to fail for them to succeed. Confidence says, God's got me, so I got it. Say, I've got this because God's got me. A positive attitude is happy. This is how I know many people aren't positive because some of y'all are miserable. Being around you requires... Prayer. Supplication. Worship. You ever been around somebody that was like a black hole? And if you sit next to the black hole, Lord, get them today. Because some of y'all are like, please, Bishop. I got you. He got all of us today. He got all of us today. Because this is for all of us. This, ain't, this, ain't, this is for every. How many of you know you need an attitude adjustment? This is for all of us. Number two, a positive attitude is happy. This, this means it believes in something called pronoia. Pronoia is the opposite of paranoia. Paranoia says there's a vast conspiracy against you. Pronoia says that there's a vast conspiracy working for you. This means a positive attitude says even what's bad is working for my good. So I'm going to look at what's bad as if it's good. Where do you get that from the Bible? Romans 8, 28. Come on, 11, 15. And we know how many things. All things. Pronoia work together. Pronoia for the good of them that love them. Pronoia and are called according to his purpose. Number three, a positive attitude. It's sincere. It gives 100%. I know many people don't have positive attitudes because they don't give anything 100. Except sleep in Netflix. They sleep a lot and watch a lot of Netflix. Oh you, oh, you think your silence is from the su- Wrong pastor. They don't give 100% to anything. Everything gets crumbs. So the question becomes, what gets all of them? You ready? Nothing. Nothing gets all of them. They don't go all in on relationships. They don't go all in with their kids. They don't go all in with God. They don't go all in with church. They don't go all in with nothing. Everything gets a little bit. Everything gets crumbs. Everything gets a sample plate. Everything gets the little samples Chick-fil-A used to give in the mall of the sandwich. So you got people going around two and three times because they can't get enough. I pray that you be sincere in what you do. And look at me. And the answer is not dropping it because you refuse to be sincere. That's a jacked up attitude. The answer is raise your sincerity. But I ain't going to do it because I just ain't all in it. That means you have a sickened attitude. That is not the correct attitude. So let me fix that thinking because we have a whole generation. I just ain't going to do it if I ain't all in it. Maybe you're not all in it because the truth is you ain't never been all into anything. So maybe it's not the issue. Maybe it's you. Preach, Bishop. I will. Number four, a positive attitude. Say, this is my attitude. It's a one of determination. This positive attitude says, I am going to make it happen. Y'all ready? This attitude says, I'll get it done. It's number next, number next. <laughs> it's optimistic. A positive attitude says things are getting better. Even if what they look at don't look better. A positive attitude is, but I see progress. Look, who can celebrate your own progress? Watch me, because sometimes... You're, you're too pessimistic with yourself. 
Who can say, had this happened last year, I would have cussed him, heard them, I would have snapped, crackled, and popped, but I see progress. Lay your hands on yourself and say, I see progress. Watch me. This attitude, this attitude, not only is it determined, not only is it optimistic, it has a sense of responsibility. This attitude says, I will do my part to add value, even if you don't do your part. Whoa. A positive attitude says, I'm going to do my part, even if you don't do your part. And you have to be careful, because when you have this attitude, sometimes you may begin to think you're being used. You're not. You're just not trifling. So I know everybody else didn't do what they're supposed to do, but I'm not about that life. I'm a ma- God's going to see me do everything I'm supposed to do. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, make this declaration. Say, I am responsible. Look at this. It's flexible. A positive attitude is not so rigid that it doesn't recognize when there needs to be change. Like, think of it in traffic. Now, some of y'all may be guilty of this. If traffic is moving... Uh-oh. I, I sent some slow drivers over here in this section. <laughs> Stretch your hands over here. Lord, touch. Or make them get out of our way in Jesus' name. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me. A positive attitude recognizes, okay, this ain't working this way. So I'm not going to change what I'm doing. I'm going to change the way I'm doing it. A positive attitude says, okay, saying it like that is not getting me the response I want, so I need to say this another way. A positive attitude says, I'm not going to kill the mission. I'm going to find another way to get the mission done. And too many of you, you abort the mission instead of finding another way to get the mission done. But say, I have a positive attitude. Come on, and I'm getting ready to close 1115. Let's get these last ones in. Say reliability. A positive attitude is reliable. A positive attitude can be counted on. You don't have to worry about a positive attitude person because you know they're going to be there. In fact, positive attitude people are low-maintenance people, but they're high-impact people. And we got too many people, I pray this ain't you, where you high-maintenance and low-impact. It's a lot to deal with you, and you don't really offer that much value. I pray you don't have people like that in your life that are high-maintenance and low-impact. I pray that you would be low-maintenance and high-impact because you're reliable. You can be counted on. These are the ones that don't need 45 meetings to get stuff done. They get it done. These are the ones that don't need to be told the same thing over and over again. They get it done. Open your mouth, 1115. We're almost done. Say, I'm reliable. Last couple, last couple, last couple. You ready? You ready? I'm describing your attitude. Your new attitude. Here we go. Here we go. Next, it is tolerant. Now, this is an interesting word because this attitude, watch me, it recognizes it can't change grown people. Now, I need to spend 40 seconds here. This is coming out of your time, not my time. A positive attitude doesn't focus on what it cannot do. And let me tell you what you can't do. Make grown people act right. Anybody in management or a leader? Anything? Like that? Okay. Yeah. Am I telling the truth? You can have 400 meetings. And if they ain't going to do it, watch me. Then it becomes your responsibility to then pray that God put somebody in there that will do it. Because we're not adjusting to your attitude, we're going to adjust to your absence. It's tolerant, which means, watch me, it recognizes it, you can't change grown people. And too much of our energy, you know why we become negative? Because we spend our energy trying to change grown folk. How many of you can be honest that you spent time trying to fix and fight grown people to only discover that you didn't really change anything? How you know? Because you think you made progress to only talk to them and say, this person... Are you joking? We did all of that for you to say that? A positive attitude says, I can't, cha- I can't change you. So I just need to put you in the right. If you can't fly the plane, I'm going to put you in the back. You can serve some sandwiches. 
If you can't serve some sandwiches, then I'm going to put you in the bathroom to clean the bathroom after people go through there. If you can't clean the bathroom, then I'm, then I'm going to let you vacuum. If you can't vacuum, then I'm going to let you sweep. If you can't, well, if you can't vacuum, you probably can't sweep. And if you cannot sweep, then I tell you what, just have a seat. You ready? There are certain people you need to bench because they add no value to the game. That's free. Last two things about this attitude. Everybody stand in the building and no line. Everybody stand. This is your new attitude. Say, I'm going to have a positive attitude. But these last two, we ain't ending low. We're going all the way up because this is what's happening to the trajectory of your life. Say, I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I just need you to say up. I'm going all the way. Because somebody say, you're going up too. All right, watch me. These next two, humility. A positive attitude doesn't think more highly of itself than it ought. A positive attitude says this. When people are telling them, you're amazing, you're great, you're this, you're this, you're that. You know what a positive attitude says? A positive attitude says, I'm working to get better. Positive attitude where everybody else was clapping and singing their praises. A positive attitude says, that was good. Let's focus on the next one. A positive attitude is always seeing itself in competition with yesterday's version of itself. Now, you're about to encourage somebody next to you. Say, you are in competition with nobody else but yesterday's version of yourself. That's why I'm not a hater. Why? I ain't competing with you. Do you. Encourage somebody next to you. Say, do you. And you're doing it well. Last one, diligent. A positive attitude is consistent. Consistency means that I keep doing what everybody else stops doing. Consistency means that I continue to do what everybody else stops doing. It means I continue to be faithful even when other people have stopped being faithful. I continue to, we're going, let's go. I continue, I see, I need that type of attitude on your road. Come on, say, I'll be consistent. See, consistency may start right here. It may start right here. It may start right there. Consistency may start right there. And watch me. Things will chum to try to interrupt your consistency. But see, every good drummer knows how to drown out the noise and keep the beat. Why? Because we're depending on you keeping your consistency. We're depending on you. Too many people are depending on you for you to get inconsistent now. Your family's depending on you. Your kids are depending on you. Your bloodline's depending on you. And matter of fact, if things try to get in my way, I'm not going to get inconsistent. I'm just going to double time my consistency. Which means I'm not going to back down. Baby, I'm going to go harder. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to go more consistent. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to go harder. You say it. I'm not, say it, say it again, I'm going to go harder, not going to stop, I'm going to go harder, not going to stop, going to go harder. <laughs> Positive attitude, lift your hands in the building on the line, worship your God for five seconds. He's about to change your attitude. He's about to grace you to help change your attitude. You on the rise. <laughs> you are on the rise. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building. End the line. If you need to become a Christian, today's your day. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful, today's your day to recommit yourself to the Lord. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure today, if that's you, wherever you're at in this building, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand when I count to three online. I'm going to ask you to do the hand with the emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Bishop Norman, I think things are right with God. Listen to me clearly. I don't need you to think. I need you to know. But Bishop, I got a lot of sin. I got a lot of mistakes. All of us do. Christians aren't sinless. Christians should just sin less. Christians aren't perfect, but we serve a God that perfects us. So I need you to let guilt go, let shame go, let condemnation go. If this is, if this is for you, respond. Nobody's going to judge you. You're at Harvest. You're at a safe place in this building or online. 
You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Hands up in the building on three. Do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me online. One, two, three, go right now. Don't delay. Hallelujah. 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 Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word decision to the phone number on the screen or scan the QR code that's there. The phone number is 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.